Hi, this is Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 21 of Lean Blog Audio. It's February 17th, 2015. And uh, to read this blog post or to find links, you can go to leanblog.org slash audio 21. Today's post is titled, Whoever Asks Let's Plus Delta That Visit or Stay. Now, it's a pretty common facilitation technique to do what we call a quote-unquote plus delta discussion at the end of a meeting or an exercise, what have you. In the plus column go the things that went well, things that were enjoyable, were helpful, should be repeated. The deltas, which I think is meant to seem more positive than saying minuses, I guess. You know, The deltas are the things that could be improved upon. A delta is a gap between where you are and where you want or need to be. Now, last week I was hit really hard by a case of the flu. Now, you, the reader or listener, might not have noticed because I thankfully had an inventory of blog posts built up that were scheduled to go out during the week. Uh, you might think, uh, for shame, you know, Mark the lean blogger sometimes has inventory. Well, sometimes inventory can be useful. Now, on Monday, when I felt this all coming on, I called my normal primary care doctor and I was able to get in for an appointment just an hour later because there had been a cancellation. So I would say, plus, being able to get same-day access to an appointment, even if some luck had been involved. Well, after being in the office for just over an hour total, you know, nobody said, let's plus delta your visit before you go. Well, that never happens in a clinic setting, at least in my experience. You know, at best, you might get some sort of survey sent out after the fact. But the point of a good constructive plus delta discussion is to give immediate feedback to those who might be able to make some improvements. Can you imagine how a clinic might improve over time or even very quickly if an office manager or somebody at the front desk did a short plus delta with each patient? I'm curious, does anybody anywhere do this? Now, if they had asked, these would have been the additional plus deltas for my visit. Because, you know, even when running a fever, I have an eye for waste. I, I can't help it. So Delta, when I parked my car and walked up the flight of stairs to the, uh, to the office, which wasn't really easy when I was feeling really weak from the flu, I was then asked at the registration desk, hey, you know, can I see your insurance card? Now, I'm a regular patient, and they don't normally ask for the card each time. And they said, well, the doctors decided we need to see the card every time now. So thankfully, I keep the card in my car, but I had to walk down and back up again. Uh, you know, that, wasn't, that wasn't great. Now, if they had made a policy change, they should have told me over the phone, please be sure to bring your card because we need to see it now. That would have been better. That's a delta. Now, plus, I was able to book the appointment without waiting on hold or having to press a ton of numbers on the phone to get to the right place. That was nice. I appreciate that. So, so thanks. But delta, you know, I got roomed into an exam room and saw a sign that was a little too little too late. It said, all patients, you know, in order to keep our records updated, please bring your insurance card, blah, 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 to each scheduled appointment. That's, that sign is only helpful um, after you see the sign. It's helpful for the second visit. Again, they should have told me over the phone, hey, we, we want you to bring your insurance card every time now, even if there's no change in your insurance. Delta. Now, the paper, the role of paper on the exam table gets changed between patients, or I assume I saw paper in the trash can from previous patients. But do the vinyl chairs that are in the room get wiped down between visits? And I would mean that as, as a question, not a criticism. I was more comfortable sitting in a vinyl chair, and, and I thought, hmm, I, I wonder if there's germs on the chair or if I'm leaving anything behind if I have the flu. 
a delta. I complained of a 101.5 temperature and the MA didn't take my temperature in our first encounter, which kind of made me wonder. Uh, delta. The MA came back in later carrying a thermometer and she seemed annoyed as if she'd been waiting on it or had trouble finding it. Now, as, as an aside, I did some consulting work for a primary care clinic some years back where the office had one digital thermometer for 10 exam rooms. Now, the staff were always waiting on the thermometer and, and so would the patients. It was, everyone thought, an obvious and relatively inexpensive solution to buy a thermometer for each room. But before our project, nobody on the staff had ever thought to ask for more thermometers, and managers were unaware of the problem. You know, the staff had just put up with it instead of complaining, or maybe they had complained and gave up. Uh, delta, another Delta. I already had a headache, and the fluorescent bulbs overhead in the exam room were buzzing really loudly while I waited. That wasn't fun. Delta, after swabbing my nose for the flu test, the MA just left the room. I think it would be better to set expectations like, all right, please hang tight. This test takes about 15 minutes to run, and then the doctor will be in to see you. I think it really sucks to be in that jail cell of an exam room, not knowing how long you'll be waiting. Now, the flu test came back negative. I mean, I was definitely sick. I had something. And the doctor said it could be because the symptoms had just come on that day. Or I kind of wondered if the MA had really gotten that swab far enough up my nose since she tried twice and didn't seem real sure of herself. So then I was done with the appointment. You know, the doctor said Tamiflu wouldn't help and I just needed to rest and get a lot of liquids. So on the way out, the front desk said, no, you're done when I asked him if I needed to pay or anything. Uh, so plus um, having health insurance. So the clinic, you know, I was on my way home. They were done with me without asking for any input or feedback. You know, they, they don't follow up with surveys or anything after the fact. And, you know, I like my doctor, but it bothers me that they don't seem real concerned about what we might call the voice of the customer. So I wonder how many patients just walk away with their complaints or their grumbles uh, because the clinic doesn't ask for feedback. Now, I mean, sure, you might get some unreasonable feedback, such as my complaint about the buzzing lights. I thought it was reasonable, but they, they might choose to not act on that. But I'm sure there's a lot of things that could be improved upon to provide better service and better patient satisfaction. It seems like spending a little time on that when patients are willing to talk would be good for patient retention and good for business. So why doesn't anybody do this? Or, or do I just not know? Do you know of any examples where this happens? Or are you willing to give this a try if you work in a clinic or medical office setting? So if you've got ideas or comments or you'd like to report any of your experiences for me, you can either email me at mark at leanblog.org or again, you can go to leanblog.org slash audio 21 and post a comment. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks. Podcasts are sponsored by Kinexus, where we're passionate about helping the world improve and innovate more effectively with our web-based software. Learn more at www.makeimprovementhappen.com.